know why you're here? Uh, I just want a lot. Is that too much to ask? And if it is, I guess I'm taking by force just to make them mad. Had a lot of time to think with the little time that I had. I gotta get this for myself and that's explaining why I just want a lot. Is that too much to ask? If it's too much for me to carry, don't worry, I brought some bags. Now I'm prepared for everything while they doubt me and that's just sad. When that time come, I'm gonna have you listening to a brand new episode of threes from the ring i believe this is episode 46 of course it's your boy chris J, and i got the boy on here trail Saf. yo all right let me look up nba players that wore 46 i'm pretty sure somebody mid let's see aaron baines dog that's the goat yeah um, Aaron Baines, some nigga named Dennis Bell. He looks like what Chamberlain with a uh, Dr. J Afro. Um, a couple of plumbers that Michael Jordan probably wanted to get his name Jay Murphy and Todd Murphy. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty mid number. Um, shout out to Aaron Baines. He's uh, part of the Australia team that beat Team USA in the uh, exhibition, so shout out to him. But, uh, we'll get to the FIBA stuff later. Um, So, let's go ahead and get to wrestling. Uh, If you look for basketball stuff, fast forward 30, 40 minutes into the podcast. But we highly encourage you to listen regardless because you might actually get back to uh, watch wrestling again because of us. So, yeah. But, um, pretty... Good week for wrestling last week. Um, NXT UK TakeOver, all, uh, AEW's All Out uh, occurred over the weekend. And, well, Starcade was in Chicago as a whole, but AEW was part of it as well. Um, but, yeah, good week for wrestling. Last week was good for Raw and SmackDown. It's pretty pretty solid episodes of Raw and SmackDown. So, um, did you watch NXT TakeOver? Oh, UK? I watched some of it. I know most of the winners. Uh, and I know like most of the hype matches if right. you want to talk about it. I'll let you uh, take over on that thing because uh, okay. I didn't really get a chance to get the Alright, so um, NXT took over UK. I don't know if I should probably go throughout the whole card. I probably You don't got to. Uh, well, I just talk about like the the um the stuff that uh, how do I say uh, the highlights? Yeah, the highlights. So one was Cesaro versus I gotta look up this dude's name. Um, so give me a second. second. This dude, I think Dragonoff. Um, Cesaro versus <laughs> nigga named Dragonoff. Uh, uh, look, dude name is funny, but uh, he had pro- they probably had the the best match out of. Um, the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was really good. So here goes some of them. Um, Noam Dar defeated Travis Banks. I'm pretty sure you don't care. So, um, Cesaro versus Elja Dragunov. Really good match. Slap hard. He Cesaro spent him around forty times. Mm. Yeah, uh, crazy. Um. Uh, so uh, it was a really good match. Cesaro was freaking over, like super over, to the point that Mr. Man was like, "I hear UK fans" or something like that. 
Um, but I think he was talking about overall, like just crowd reaction, because that crowd was hot. Mm. Um, Flash Morgan versus uh, Flash Morgan and Webster. I mean, Flash Morgan, Webster, and Mark Andrews versus Zach Gibson, James Drake, and the champion, who were the champions, and then Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. Bunch of niggas you probably don't know. No. Bunch of niggas I know like half of. They sound UK um, as hell. Yeah, they definitely was absolute slap of the tag team match from what I saw. I was dipping in and out, forgot what I was playing. Probably 2K, and I hate that game. Um, Flash Morgan uh, and uh, Flash Morgan, Wesley and Mark Andrews won. Uh, they the first Welsh WWE, ta- WWE champions, period. Like, there was never a Welsh WWE, ta- WWE, like, WWE champion, but not, you know, big belt, whatever. You know what yeah. I mean. Um Last man standing match of Joe Coffey versus David Massive. Match was really good. Uh, Kelly Ray defeated Tony Storm. Only thing I know about Tony Storm, she has a fat butt for a white girl. I know nothing about Kylie Ray. Um, Walter versus Tyler Bate. Uh, very hard hitting match. Walter was hitting this nigga with like one million chops. Um, and Tyler Bate, it was better than Pete Dunn versus Walter. Put it like that. Mm. Um, and Tyler Bate did his thing. Tyler um, Bate can actually wrestle though, so like I've yeah. seen a few of his matches. Nigga, Pete so. Dunne can actually wrestle. They just I know that, them. but not like you know. The chemistry like, about it. And Walter, Walter being Walter, um, it was really really freaking. Walter being uh, a bed mattress. What you say? Walter, Walter, Walter being, being a bed mattress. Uh, it was it was, but for the show, it was really good. I really liked it. Like I said, the atmosphere was really great. So, uh, yeah. This show, bro. People said it was probably. I didn't watch the New Japan stuff, so for Me one, neither. it was probably the best show for the weekend. Other people saying it was the, the New Japan stuff. Um, I doubt if anybody said it was the AEW because all laws kind of mid. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so uh, I personally did not watch AEW all the way. Like watched, like I, I, I didn't even find a stream. Yeah, like, uh, I kept up with it through social media live, but. Uh, I pretty much found like a one hour highlight thing on YouTube, which was whoever shot to that person did a good job. Uh, it's probably already shut down. Um, but uh, notable things that did happen because I do got the results up. Because, like I said, once again, I don't know most of these mucks. Um, the, uh, I got to be correct here. Nyla Rose uh, is the number one contender for the women's title. If you don't know who Nyla Rose is, she is the transgendered. A uh, woman in AEW. Uh, so shout out to pretty much uh, them pandering in that aspect. So keep up the good work. Um, I really didn't care about this tag team match between Private Party and Jack Evans and Angelico. It was uh, stupid. It was stupid, dog. Like I look. This is the thing. Like, and and it's gonna be a war for like AEW's first six months. There better not be, because that dude is, is he's kidding. Like, my man is doing dives with his pants and his hands in his pocket. Now, it wouldn't be no problem with that if that fan base didn't say, oh, man, this is real wrestling and things of that nature. These dudes are like, you know, me, and it's, it's, it's silly and it's, it's more comical than WWE. It's kind of like when the, the freaking banana dude came out and fought whatever tag team I remember. Mm. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's trash. Yeah, um, I get what you're coming for. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so uh, then this match was actually pretty good. Um, but mainly because Luchasaurus is a big ass uh, luchador, and uh, out here doing lucha libre type stuff. Like, I would love to see this guy in uh, WWE one day or NXT one or two. But yeah, um, Luchasaurus is a star. Yeah, like he's really good. If, if they need to push him, while Cody over there talking about if Rey Mysterio gets treated wrong, we we're gonna treat him right. AEW nigga, you got Lucha goddamn stores. Focus on him. Uh, but yeah, uh, SCU beat it. Jungle Boy Lucha Source and Marco Stunt. It was a cool match. Cool match. Um, Pac, best known as uh, Neville, beat it. Kenny Omega. Shout out to Kenny Omega doing the right thing by letting Pac go over him. But this was a really good... Wait, 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 wait. That's not the right thing. Huh? That's not the right thing. Nigga. Okay. This is why it's not the right thing. I know what you're looking at. If this was like John Cena versus Pac, then yeah, John Cena did the right thing. Dog. Kenny Omega hasn't won a pay-per-view. Damn. And he's their biggest name. They literally had a whole thing when it was announced to AEW as their biggest acquisition. I didn't think of that, G. I did not think of that, bro. I didn't think of that. It's weird. Like, I don't know why Kenny Omega, he probably win the next match, but he probably, he's no, he's not going to win the feud against these Air Bros, because these Air Bros is now their biggest acquisition. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you sound uh, muffled a little bit, just so you know. My bad. It's Dean Ambrose Day. Freaking biggest. It's weird, okay? Yeah. This whole situation it's is really, really weird. <laughs> it is one of those weird moments. Uh, But, yeah. It was a decent match, though. So, um, next match, Jimmy Havoc, Joe, I don't know who the hell they are. So, uh, it was a cool was match. That the, was that like the Cracker Barrel match? N- no. You mean the uh, match where they kept using uh, Donkey Kong crates? Yeah, <laughs> I hold on. I don't think it was that one, G. I think, G. Hold on. Like I don't know a lot of these dudes' names, and I'm just <laughs> using this card thing. But bro, all I know is G. When I kept when I saw him like G, I had to go find that match. I had to. I had to. Cause G, I never seen Donkey Kong crates used in such in a hardcore match before. G, it was different. <laughs> Yeah, Dude I'm, was literally trying to kill herself with every move, bro. There's one thing I will say. A lot of these matches look like created wrestling matches in wrestling games, G. You just seeing <laughs> moves. I'm like... Like, G, most of their moves are finishings. Finisher moves. With, like, in a wrestling game, we'll be like, all right, this move set. Like, niggas legit have created wrestler move sets now, G. Like, I was sitting <laughs> watching, I'm like, this should be over. It wasn't. Definitely. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I think it was that match. I'm not. Yeah, that that, that was the match. Yep, that yeah. I see uh, barrels and all that mentioned in the description. But yeah, that was a good match though. I enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah, so shout out to them because now I don't know y'all names. Jimmy Havoc enjoyed Janella. So, um, the Dark Order and Best Friends. I really don't remember nothing. And the highlight. Riho and defeated Hikaru Shida. I think this is the only Solo's women's match. It was cool. It was cool. Um, Cody versus Sean Spears. This was actually... I enjoyed the match. 
This was a lot. People, I think I saw people tweet that uh, Cody's match versus Goldust was better. Shenanigans, this was a lot better. Way better. Nigga, so. the fact that Cody Rose's first two matches against Goldust has washed Oda Brother and Sean Spears, the most uncharismatic guy I have ever seen in my life. The only thing I get Sean Spears prop for is getting a beautiful woman as Peyton Royce. I will never disrespect him for that. But, like, other than that, dog, he ain't that, like, stupid. One, and F Cody Rhodes, if I didn't fall asleep on my podcast, I mean, doing the podcast last night, was it the night before? I don't know. But you want to get my best clown, dog. He literally walked out with a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and dogs and Star Trek fits. Hate fireworks. And he made that dog while it was here continue walking out. Like, that's when you just hold that. Like, it is just me. I'm a dog lover. Like, dog. That's something you don't do. Dogs hate fireworks. Anybody who owns a dog knows that. So, yeah. Let's be it. Uh, I can tell us about that match. I don't watch Cody Rhodes matches. I just, I'm just not a fan of Cody Rhodes. Like, he just, he doesn't, he's like the me is in the ring for me, like. Mm. Damn. The dashing creep was like his best thing. Yeah. And that's not even his finisher no more, so. Uh, Next, Lucha Bros (laughs) defeated the Young Bucks. Uh, Honestly, I'm tired of seeing them fight. They fought in like three straight pay-per-views. So, uh, keep them away from each other. Good match, of course. Like it's a ladder match, so good match. Uh, ended with uh, I don't know how the hell they took LAX out of Impact Wrestling's hands, but uh, shout out to them. LAX no more. Yeah, I know. This this still LAX to me. God damn it! Fuck it. Um, Impact hit you with that uh, that gimmick infringement or whatever that stuff called. Like dog, because uh. Yeah, they can't use the name LAX no more. Impact really did not care if they left, and they said you can't use the name LAX. Yeah, they're like, it's kind of like broken my heart. They're like, you can go, just can't use the name. Yeah. They're like, we're gonna get our bag regardless. Um, but yeah, either way, uh, Santana Ortiz, uh, I don't know what the hell they about to call themselves. So shout out to the uh, whatever name they think of, but. But yeah, overall decent match. Um, then Chris Jericho and Hangman Page. Decent match. It was a good match. No lie, it was decent match. Um, Jericho doesn't have it no more. <laughs> uh, did he, and did he attempt a moonsault in that match? I believe he did not. He had to. I yeah, don't recall. Like I watched, like I re- had to rewatch the highlight of that. Like I watched that match fully. Actually, I didn't. Wa- I watched the highlight first, and I watched it fully. I don't recall <gasps> seeing uh, uh, a lion saw. I didn't all. watch that match. I knew Jericho, bro. It, like what? Like the highlights didn't do it justice at first because I'm like, you can see this man huffing and puffing then, but the whole match, I'm just like, gee. If I had the Scott Steiner, uh, you're fat. Uh, sound bite. I would play it, but literally he was out of shape, bro. It was, it's like he he just don't have it no more. But 
it was still a good match. Like, Jericho could still go. It's just, he shouldn't be main, main eventing. Which leads to me, yes, I understand why he beat Hangman Page. I understand why. So, when you when you go on TV in October, you have, at least the casuals would know, oh, Chris Jericho's the champion of AEW. Never heard of this company, but Chris Jericho. Lyle, if I was to ask probably 10 people who, 10 people to ask them, can you name me your, uh, name 10, uh, five wrestlers off the top of their head. I don't think Chris Jericho will be mentioned by majority. Like just average wrestling fans. So, but still, Chris Jericho's a name. They'll probably go like, oh yeah, Chris Jericho. He, he was great, but it's just my like. Thing, okay, my thing is, I. When did Chris Jericho become this cult figure in wrestling, dog? I don't know. It's it's really probably with the list. It's like right. I'm like I'm I'm a Chris Jericho fan. Like I I've been a fan for most of his career, I would say. So, but I didn't realize like Mugs loved. Loved Chris Jericho this much. Me neither. Until I want to say when he came back and wasn't speaking. That that Chris Jericho. That's when I realized people loved Jericho. Like I didn't know like he had a like Mugs loved him. I like I knew he had a well, fan base. It was base. crazy because like the stuff with AJ, people wasn't people was actually really 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 mad Jericho went over on AJ. Yeah, and you know that's heel stuff. So like I said, we really can't blame it. Uh, and then he started doing his stuff with Kevin Owens. That's not think when his popularity got back because they said he reinvented himself. So even though I call bullcrap on that, all he did was make a list. Exactly. Um, and you know, and I think he still like because the manager. I'm not big on like corny jokes, but like the. The um, the backstage stuff he did, though it was corny, it was still good when he won the belt. Uh, but it's just like I don't know. It's quite annoying because the dude on our Twitter page too. I still don't know how to respond to that. By the way, me neither. I just don't. I just really don't. I'm I just so like. <laughs> I just really don't know how to respond to that. But dude on the Twitter page, the way he's saying, that's like. This AWWE stuff is going to really be a pain in my side, dog, come time when they both, you know, going side by side on Wednesday night. Though, to keep it completely buck, NXT will have the better outcome all the time. Like, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like uh, once in a while NXT, no. It will be all the time NXT will have the better outcome. And though they, friend, though, though the, the stands of AW will try to be like, no, I like the AW better. Like no, no, it it will be NXT. Um, but I don't know, man. It's just it's kind of what CM Punk, and this just a state pass because fuck Jericho. But it's kind of like what CM Punk said. How I feel about this whole thing. He said, "Don't let either." And I'm crazy. I'm quoting CM Punk, a nigga I like to brag. Don't quote either 
Um, he said, don't believe, oh, he said, don't believe in any other company saying that they are out to get us or something like that. Like, because he said everybody should be happy with watching more wrestling. And I will feel that same way because I was never a guy when it was F WWE, I rock with TNA, or F TNA, I rock with WWE. Now, when TNA was doing some corny stuff, of course, I just were watching WWE more. But I never Great. would hate WWE and love TNA. It just wasn't in my... Or hate TNA and love WWE. It just wasn't in my DNA. I never chose a side. Because in the back of my head, I always knew WWE would be the alpha and the omega of freaking wrestling. Mm-hmm. So it's just how it is. I don't know why do people feel like it's different with AEW. I don't know either. And they just can't accept the fact that this is going to be a... Is it what Cody and the Bucks are saying and stuff like that? And Because, like, Cody and the Bucks are really just trying to... I'm pretty sure they don't believe anything that's coming out their mouth of them actually competing with them. Like, I hope. So, I hope they just say that to generate heat, which is what you're supposed to do. You, yeah. Even though it gets corny after a while. So, I don't know. I really don't. Um, yeah, it's a it's a goofy situation because I feel like it's it's like they it's it's like I'm I don't I'm it's like you know, I'm tired of repeating myself when it comes to this. I just kind of hope they're not realizing. It's like I feel like they're not going to realize that they may be way in over their heads trying to compete with WWE at this point NXT until like I feel like the first week those ratings are gonna be beautiful because of the hype. Because of the hype. No. It's not I it's okay. just it's just how I I'm you, just I, I personally so, so what's beautiful in terms of wrestling ratings? Cause that's the thing. Like I don't think they're touching WWE numbers. Hell no. So that's the thing, right? So what's beautiful in terms of them? Because people are going to downplay them if they if they hit a million, then people are going to say they did better. But if they get like five hundred thousand viewers, is people going to complain or going to say, "Oh, eight hundred thousand thousand is actually too for since they knew"? No, like I I would say them pay per views though they have been fun, they added nothing to brand. You're muffling up again. Oh my bad! I keep putting my hand. They added nothing to the brand. Though the pay per views have been, fun, they added nothing to the brand. Nothing. And it's just, it is weird. Like they, it's like it's been a bunch of indie shows. Mm-hmm. Like no overarching stories and things that nature. It's just I don't like you. You don't like me. Just fight. And that's something. That's why I feel like that's why I was probably was going to bring up. Is like they make that's why I was about to say, like, one thing with the numbers, but what keeps wrestling going, or like a wrestling show, because once you're on TV, you're a show now, you're not just a event, you're a show. It's the storylines, <coughs> like, even like, like, use TNA as an example. I'm gonna go a little way back because I'm a tad older than you, WCW and WWE. What kept me engaged with WCW to, to the better end was just a couple of storylines. Even though a lot of those storylines was cheeks. But, hey, 
uh, shout out to our boy Russo. Um, but that's what kept me engaged. Was just like, even though some of these storylines are corny as hell, I'm gonna keep watching. Maybe for 15 minutes, then I'm gonna turn it off <laughs> and watch the rock people's elbow slap people's elbow British bulldog, pretty much. So, and then even with TNA. Main Event Mafia was probably some of the greatest TV I've ever seen until Perk Angle came, like Prime Perk Angle. Prime Perk Angle. Then, and then like a few other storylines kept me engaged. Even to one point, I think at one point I was I was more engaged to TNA than I was WWE, but I forgot what was going on around that time frame. But there was a point, probably like a two month point where they had me, it was like, I'm watching TNA I'm more focused on TNA than WWE. During this three pay-per-view setup, I have yet, like, at this point, because I feel like they knew that they had a TV deal since the first pay-per-view. I feel like they knew they was getting a TV deal in some capacity. Yeah. So it's like, now you're on TV. You're a show. I need some storylines. We have yet to see a storyline. Like, if anything, like, you could have used this pay-per-view to at least start a little something. Like, I think they kind of gave us a little something with Pac and uh, Hangman Page at the backstage thing. Okay, cool. But it's like what you said. I hate you. You don't like me. We're going to fight it out. And then you kind of have something with the Lucha Bros and formerly LAX. You kind of got something now. But it don't involve the young bucks. So I was like, what the hell they got going on now? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, who the hell, who's the next guy to fight Chris Jericho? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. So it's like, yeah, after your first episode, cool. You have to establish something, a storyline. What are you going to do to keep me engaged? So. I may watch your show 10 minutes longer and not flip back to NXT if I'm a person who has cable. Even though, like, with streaming, you could do the same. But, like, what what will make you... what? Will, okay, let's use more modern. Why. why should I watch you live and not NXT? Let's put it that way. Why should I watch AEW's TV show live and not NXT? Because NXT... We already got storylines, established storylines. And and the thing is, hardcore fans love NXT. Hardcore fans love AEW. But casual fans is going to run to the WWE brand. Exactly. So. Exactly. Because, because TNT hasn't doing. promoted wrestling in over a decade. USA has been doing it for freaking this whole century plus more. Well, not like over 100 years, but they've been doing it most of 2000s going I don't know how long they had uh been with WWWF, but ending to the 90s. So for them wrestling is nothing. So it's like a lot of factors. A lot of factors. So, like I said, I want the best for AEW because more wrestling is always good. It's good for this podcast. More stuff to talk about. 
more stuff for us to get engaged about in wrestling. Shoot for all we know, we our first guest may be a goddamn AEW jobber. I would not. I would not mind. Folks with one leg, please come on in. I want to talk to you about why, uh, how, how I felt to get uh, a, a former WWE uh, ro- uh, roster guy out of out of a battle royal. I'm down to talk about that and more. So stuff like that. The librarian chick, she might be cool to talk to. You never know. But yeah, overall though, I'm not for Chris Jericho of having a belt. I understand why. It's to bring some type of view ratings, views, and all that on that first day. But y'all looking goofy out here. Y'all, it, it like literally, I, I, I would have been if this was the case. You just should have just gave it to Kenny Omega. Honestly, honestly, if Kenny was the biggest free agent as everybody said he was, then it shouldn't have been to him. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have as much of a problem if it was Kenny Omega. I probably wouldn't have a problem because it, it would make sense. But. If this is their way of making Hangman Page be like that, their how AJ was on TNA, go crazy, go crazy. But at the same time, it just looked dumb out here to me. So that's that. Um, but yeah, so um, I feel like I said we didn't talk about we don't give a damn about New Japan. Uh, so yeah. But last week on Raw on SmackDown, as we are watching Raw, uh, I'm watching Raw live. Uh, Samoa Joe's beating the hell out of Ricochet. I'm about to price you. Even though Ricochet about to nice have a nice comeback. Yep. Nice. So um, if I scream, you already know what happened. It's mm-hmm. you already know what happened. Not going to be happy. You think yeah. we really get some more Joe versus Ricochet? I mean, you you really think we get some more Joe versus Baron Corbin? Oh no, no. I'm already accepted, but I'm still going to be upset. It's one of those things. It's just like, hey. It's like one of those things where I'm just going to be so like, So who do you think going to come out from the... So you think it's Ricochet versus Andrade? Because Ricochet versus Andrade going to slap. I, that's Ooh, the most logical thing to do is them. That's the most logical thing. But my Dark Horse situation... You give situa- Ricochet and Andrade a nice 20-minute slapper, dog. I'm Ooh. fine with that. That's going to be a greatest match ever, G. I'm, like I said, I'm not going to be upset at that. Well, I'm more like I'm, gonna be, yeah, I'm just gonna be hurt. I'm just gonna be hurt seeing some Joe lose, but it's the no, logical no, thing I'm to do. I'm about to turn this off because we're gonna take this comeback. So, uh, I don't know what they do with some Joe at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't release them, but yeah, I'll find something to really do because they said they're not gonna either. fire anybody. Hell no, no firing thing. But like I said, he's on TV yeah. every week, so it's as a fan, I don't like seeing him be in these situations but at the same time as a but he's on tv every week prominently on tv so but yeah but uh last week on raw uh ricochet pretty much blew a lot of people's king of the ring brackets to hell because uh he beat (laughs) drew (laughs) mcintyre so (laughs) no them dogs exploded dog (laughs) nigga who the heck Put that leak out said Drew McIntyre was gonna got dog get go against Seth Nick. Vince Man was like, let's go ahead and swerve the people. Cause swerve, I'm mad because my swerve, nigga Drew, swerve the 
hell out that man. But gee, like, and then the vocal scenes they set it up where it was like Drew was going to be the favorite. Booker T and other legends say, "Oh yeah, Drew McIntyre should win King. It's my pick to win King of the Ring." And then they were like, literally, this is Vince McMahon and the uh, guys in the back. Got us the hell up out of here and say, nope, Ricochet wins. I'm like I say, I'm not mad. I'm not upset. <laughs> but it's like, I, gee. I'm <laughs> I know you are. Shoot. That's how, hey, it is what it is. That's, I, like, that's the equivalent of Alistair Black getting in there and then just taking him completely out. Like, why? Like, uh, where is Alistair Black? Loki, he has not fought since he. Sami Zayn. Yeah, no, I think they uh they they giving a lot of people breaks and stuff though. Yeah, um, hey, look, look, they man. giving them off times and things that nature. Baron Corbin just recently got off of one. Uh, and it, it doesn't like people might be thinking, oh, they're just in catering doing nothing because they they're giving them a um breaks. And I think uh, I think Ricochet. I don't know. I honestly don't know how Ricochet is still doing it. Uh, I think Alistair Black and Fair Balor. Because between Alistair Black being with WWE and NXT, and then Finn Balor literally being the Iron Man last year, they needed some. Yeah. So, like I said, it makes sense. Uh, then Baron Corbin beat the hell out the Miz, which made me, which Baron Corbin proceeded to do a very great promo. Uh, so good up for Baron Corbin. Even to the point where I thought the man might actually win got dang King of the Ring for a brief moment. Then I realized he's going to lose to Ricochet So in the Raw Finals. So Who would, It would be Mustafa. If, okay, so if he beats Ricochet, then it would be Mustafa Ali. So we get Mustafa Ali versus Baron Corbin. Which Baron Corbin wins that. Yeah. I but just don't King want. King of the Ring is a heel thing. It is. So the only two logical people you could see win the King of the Ring would be between Baron Corbin and Andrade if it wasn't freaking Drew Goddard McIntyre. So. Oh, no, man. It's weird. Because you could do a lot with Selena. Like, Baron Corbin will run away the King of the Ring. He will run away with it. Definitely. Um. But you can do a lot with Selena Vega and Andrade as king. And then it will also fit the, he's, you know, going out with Charlotte and she's the queen. Mm-hmm. You know, things of that nature. So you can actually do a whole story that. Definitely. You have good. Selena Vega, both of them, man. It can be really good. And then um, uh, I was listening to uh, First Black Champ podcast. Um, they uh, mentioned that. It kind of makes sense that Andrade could win because the night, the the Raw following uh, Clash of Champions is supposed to be Independent Mexican Independence Day, and that promo, nice. yeah, so that promo will be pretty much pretty goddamn legendary in history context for uh, Andra- well Selena Vega and Andrade to throw the following winning King of the Ring if that happens. So yeah. yeah. If that happens. But yeah. Um, yeah. So then uh, what else happened? Bailey fought Nikki Cross, which was Bailey made slight work out of her. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah. They had that tag team shuffle 
think such scramble shuffle. I don't know what the hell they call it. They change it every goddamn time they do it. Uh, Robert Rude and Ziggler won. Did not see that happening. Also, did not see them becoming a tag team. Also, did not see Robert Rude actually got darn being on TV. Also, did not think I would call Bobby Rude Robert Rude. Also, I am so dumbfounded. It's pretty much they had to throw together a tag team that was that's mid-card enough to hold the belts and be a threat while also be a threat to uh, Seth and Braun, uh, which is still Take shenanigans. Take Seth and Braun. I still don't know why they want to still be on the OC if that's the case. Exactly. But, uh, take the belts off Seth and Braun. Then... You have the War Raiders just absolutely destroy them too, and then have the War Raiders with the belt, which is beautiful. I'm all for. It. I, I, I need. Yeah. Um. Sasha Banks beat the hell out of Natalia again. Perfect. Um, Cedric Alexander fought Cesaro, which was a really good match. Um. Then I think that's when Cesaro said he's taking the taking his ass to uh, NXT UK. When that, uh, didn't he say that on SmackDown? I thought. Oh, yep, you're right. Never mind. Um, like I said, a lot of s- stuff happened at one time. Uh, AJ and Braun fought again for the belt. AJ won by disqualification. And that was raw. Like, that was pretty much um, it. And then SmackDown, a little bit of mid. Uh, I really hope they do something with this revival of Randy Orton's thing. Hoping that Randy Orton takes the belt and not a champion. It seems right, don't it? It seems right, just the setup, but you. But we've seen this setup so many times where it's like, next thing we know, Kofi still comes out winning. I don't winning. see anything good comes from Kofi and Seth at Survivor Series. I know I'm thinking too far ahead. Also, I don't see any, but Kofi watched the division. Yeah. All right. Who in the division beats Kofi? Yeah. Like, I get where you're coming the more from. Samoa Joe forever finds a way to bleed. <laughs> yo, I just turned around. I'm like, yo, how does his head get busted open, G? <laughs> Why is <laughs> bleeding? Why is that nigga bleeding? And, well, hold on, wait. We got... Yeah, this match ain't over in yet. Probably another two minutes. Um, to disappointment. But yeah, honestly, uh, it makes sense that to, for Randy to win, and then I guess Kofi try to get a rematch at because it's still one more pay per view for Survivor Series. Hell in the cell, yeah. Yeah. So, or Kofi retains, and Randy gets the win, gets his win back at Hell in a Cell. Like I, said, I don't know, but if it, if your reason behind that is two faces. My like I kind of thought we was going to uh, that Clash Champions was this Sunday. I don't know why, but my hot take is that Steph probably goes heel, turns on Brian, says "f these belts, f you," and goes heel. That was my hot take for Clash Champions, so I might as well just say it now. That's the only reason why I could see it possibly see Kofi holding that belt into Survivor Series, but also I believe Survivor Series is before... I love Kofi Kingston. I absolutely love Seth Rollins. Ain't no money in Seth versus Kofi, dog. Yeah, I know. I just don't see it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. You don't think 
I I never thought that, that look I could be wrong. I'm always wrong sometimes. Just not when I'm arguing against you. But like I don't really see a a money match in like you know I don't really see them meshing together. Like New Day versus Shield always was hot because you know the Shield and New Day is always really good in tandem. But exactly. I never want to thought I'd just see Kofi and then they got him on a computer clutch on the top rope. Bro, I thought he was about to do the muscle buster. But Richie's no. about to flip out of this Richie's and I'm going to be very upset. Cut. It's happening. He's about to... Did he actually just choke this nigga? I don't know. No, never mind. Yep. And wait. Who wins? Uh, I'll take this finish. But uh, if it's a draw... You may get a triple threat match? Yo. Hmm. Uh, this is what I call good booking because it's a good way to keep some old Joe looking strong. Uh, is this nigga about to do a freaking challenge like this is the NFL? Oh man, oh man, oh man, about to go to the replay booth. <laughs> Yo, F Madden, by the way, I use this to, to, to show my hate for NFL Madden. This is the worst game I've ever played in my whole entire life. <laughs> like, dog, it is so bad. And you need to think, like, oh, people just exaggerate. Every game glitch. Yeah, you good? Did John no, Maddie just go? Oh, you just went silent because I thought John Maddie uh-huh. came and choked you out personally. I'm going to kick his butt here, John. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, the referee so actually going in. Gee, the referee said, you know what, yeah. Uh, and then Samoa Joe proceeds to beat the hell out of Ricochet, G. Yeah, what I'm was cool. the calling? I don't know. Because Ricochet was like, yo, what the hell's going on? Yo, they actually fighting. No, they just fucked up, man. Yo, the referee legit said, "Yo, I'm not paid to be an NF- be an NFL referee." G. Wait, what did he say? He didn't. Call- he just ignored both of them and then walked off. Because both arms were on, like both shoulders are down. They both covered See, each other. By that logic, though, I give it to Samoa Joe because he got the big arm. Yeah, and his is kind of like over the shoulder. It legit is too. So, uh, hey, look, man, I'm cool, uh, with, uh, a triple threat match. It just, I'm I feel definitely like, cool with a triple threat yeah, match. it just, it's a sneaky way to let Baron Corbett, uh, find his way in the finals. Uh, <laughs> it's a sneaky ass way. Ricochet really looks confused. He like, dang, if I had good promo skills, I could at least, uh, finesse this. I'm gonna put my thumb in my butt. <laughs> Yo, he. What if he walks up to the referee like, "Look, G, you gonna declare me winner? You see this thumb? This Hit is the thumb I use." Hit you with finish. Mm. Thumb to the throat. You're when Future says, "I'm gonna put your put my thumb in her butt." <laughs> yeah, you're the her in this situation. Yo, Brian Strong like that one racist nigga you just do not want to meet right now. Though. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo. Yeah, G, I'm sorry. That man, I'm sorry. Bro, somebody like Braun Strowman with the freaking duck camo hat walk up to me. I'm walking away. I'm like, I'm walking away. I'm not going to give you the chance to call me the N word, G, because you're inviting me <laughs> to get my ass beat. Where'd he go? I'm like, he disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gone. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I'm good, G. But uh, what's next? Uh, SmackDown was uh, yeah. me, not me, but it was like, eh, we had a fire match with Mustafa Ali versus uh, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy forever having the best match of SmackDown. Um, Do you think really Buddy Murphy should have went over? No, I don't think he should have went over. Unless your whole plan this whole entire time was to give him, um, like, uh, exposure to make him king of the ring. Mm-hmm. Almost beat Roman, beats Daniel Bryan, beats Mustafa Ali, beats Andrade, beats Baron Corbin, King of the Ring, and Buddy Murphy cuts a big old promo, you know. But I think the person who wins King of the Ring most likely is going after the title next. Mm-hmm. Either one, like you know, or the the person after next, because depending, Brock Lesnar might be that nigga on SmackDown. So <laughs> I um, want to see Andrade freaking get German suplexed. Across the border. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the fire the house. Speaking, this nigga, I, I, this nigga beats Rollins next. By the way. Oh yeah. Um. Definitely. I'm all for it. Um, let's see. Yeah, nothing really. Ha- this was a slow episode of freaking SmackDown. Uh, Chad Gable beat freaking Sheldon Benjamin. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Which Chad Gable obvious. look. Though that man has the personality of a jean jacket, Chad Gable can wrestle. so definitely. Like, you can go. Um he go he go hard. Alright. But yeah. Personality of a jean jacket, so But yeah, that out that was really it. Like Raw ended with I think Roman Reigns sparing No, wait, I forget no, that was two weeks ago. I forgot how I ended, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. SmackDown was really me. I don't really. It's really nothing worth talking about. Uh, Big E and Randy Orton fought, and that was a decent match. But uh, wait, Randy Orton's legit beating the hell out of everybody in New Day. <laughs> yeah. That's been the the moral of the past few weeks of SmackDown. Randy Orton getting everybody in New Day up out of here. They doing um, a really good job with it, though. Yeah, it's like they make it entertaining, and I think next week with it being in Madison Square, Madison Square Garden, when they, which is going back to when they had that big "we beat each other ass" throughout the crowd moment, they might go ahead and revisit that situation again. I wouldn't be shocked as they go into a Clash of Champions. So something to look forward to. But uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, "We Remember." So, this weekend we remember, we remember Mark Jindrak. So, who is Mark Jindrak? You said what? You didn't even let me know beforehand. I said, to the thing, G. It said Mark Jindrak. You just don't see, see out the damn, bro. I read it and I also forget it at the same time. It's cool, man. But. When we remember Mark Jindrak, I remember Mark Jindrak. Let's probably put it that way. So, 
Mark Jindrak is another guy who popped up in the last remaining days at WCW. He was part of the uh, the New Blood, New Breed group, and also was in a tag team with Sean O'Hare, Sean Stasiak, and uh, Chuck Palumbo called the Natural Born Thrillers. He actually has one tag team belt as well uh, hey. with Sean O'Hare. So he was one. I think he was actually the last WCW tag team champion as well. Uh, hey. So yeah, so he came into uh, WCW, at, I mean WWF, with the Alliance as WCW champion for taking that big fat L. Uh, when he got to WWF, he kept getting injured. Like literally, it was like a bad series of luck of injuries to the point where they kept sending an OVW each time that they brought him up, and he came back from injury. Like take your ass back down there, G. But uh, he was a Sunday Night Heat superstar. Like, he has a decent record on uh, Sunday Night Heat. Uh, notable people, like in 02, he beat uh, Justin Credible, Raven, and, and uh, Steven, Steven Richards. Uh, some notable stars there. Then he gets hurt again and goes that back down Aww. to OVW, where he meets Garrison Cade. You remember Garrison Cade? No. All right, but they were taxing partners. So, this is around this time that... Uh, I think evolution was about to become a thing. And this is where Mark Jindrak could have potentially had a career defining moment. He was originally supposed to be Batista of of evolution. It was mm. yeah, he was rich. It's like you can actually find vid, uh like pictures. I, I don't think you can actually find the videos, but it's like pictures, actual pictures of him in the uh evolution uh vignettes and all of that promo of where he's in the Batista spot. He was supposed to be the most. He fumbled the bag. <laughs> he fumbled the bag. It just and it says for undisclosed reasons. He. Uh, but they picked Batista instead. And they said Triple H wanted him. It wasn't like a. Oh. Uh, Triple H didn't want him. He was Triple H's guy. And funny thing is, if you was to kind of look at him in the face, especially if you find a picture of him in the Batista spot in the Evolution uh, promo thing, he kind of looks like a old, like, I won't say old, but like a younger Triple H in a way, in the face, with mm-hmm. short hair. So it's like, you, they could have breeded him, so I understand why Triple H probably wanted him. But I think this is a Vince McMahon move, honestly. But yeah, so... He missed out on being part of Evolution, which probably would have extended his career to this day, but um, it didn't happen. But he ends up becoming a tag, making a tag team with Garrison Cade, where they do absolutely nothing, absolutely not a goddamn thing. But in two thousand and four, he gets uh, he he rebrands himself as the Reflection of Perfection, which I remember uh, because he was with Theodore Long for a minute. Um, until Theodore Long became uh, the general manager of SmackDown, which he abandoned him. And then he became aligned with Kurt Angle and Luther Reigns, where pretty much to help Kurt Angle beat up Big Show, he had these two big niggas beat Big Show's ass. Until Undertaker got hold of him and sent him back down to uh, Velocity. So, yeah. Uh, pretty much he was in WWE until, like, 2005. Until like he went to Japan in 2006 through 09, still dealing with injuries in the course of the situation, unfortunately. 
uh, and he went by the name of Marco Corleone during that time frame. Went down to Mexico to wrestle for a little bit. Did a lot of, and then he was with Lucha Libre USA, and then yeah, he still kind of did some wrestling with some smaller brands, mainly in Mexico. It looked like so shout out to him. But yeah, that's Mark Jindrak, man. We remember him. Uh, multi-time champion in Mexico, G. Uh, shout out to shout out to Mark Jindrak. Yeah, he fumbled the bag. He definitely did. Fumbled the bag. Whatever you did to piss Vince McMahon off to get booted out of Evolution for Batista, which wasn't a bad mistake, but whatever you did to piss off uh, Vince McMahon, you gotta hold that. Yes. Definitely got to hold that. So, but that was our wrestling segment for this week. Um, so, let's go ahead and get into the NBA. Um, before we <laughs> go into the Team USA and the FIBA recap stuff, because I got to pull that stuff up, uh, you want to talk about Boogie Cousins? Dog, that is the craziest thing I have ever witnessed in my whole entire life, yo. It's like everybody in that whole situation is wrong and nobody is right. But I feel so sorry for Boogie Dog that uh, I I can't I can't fathom like, you know, what's going on in his mind because all he wanted was his son at his wedding. Mm-hmm. And his BM got what she he's wanted, especially if she was one of those type of people. Um and he just should not have said that, you know. Uh, he just shouldn't, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm I I feel so bad for him because he just going through so much during that during this time, you know, and a major injury. Also, um, you know, trying to find his path and and. Getting married probably was a highlight of his life, but now he's in a situation in which he is. I don't know. Is he? Is he? Did he turn himself in? Yeah, he turned himself in, and he uh, and he and he tweeted something. I think he tweeted a freaking uh. They just announced it's gonna be a triple threat match uh next week, and Baron Corbin's pissed. Um, but uh. But yeah, uh, he turned himself in. He tweeted a Nipsey video quote, and I'm like, "Don't involve Nipsey hustle in this situation, G." I was like, quote, yeah. G. but yeah, he tweeted something. Um, like it's very unfortunate, and like you said, I don't agree with either party. Like Boogie, in a way, okay. Boogie should know. In this situation, like in a way, I'm not mad. Like in a way, when for him to say that, you already know he's going through a crap ton of stuff. His ACL's torn, and then and there's a possibility you may get cut off the Lakers roster if they need a roster spot for God knows whatever. So you pro- that's probably contemplating through your mind. So then the little joy that you have is you're getting married. So you call your baby mom like I want my son at my wedding, of course. Like shoot probably was going to be the ring bearer. I don't know. But either way, you want your son there. And then your baby mama tells you, for one, she was, she said one of the most 
pettiest things. I don't think you saw. Uh, you don't got. You're not on Facebook no more. Uh, the Russians got you out of here. But yeah, I said yeah, on Facebook, like I I, I read this to the thing. She told the man, "Go shoot a ball. Go shoot the ball." The man doesn't have an ACL, so that kind of already triggered him during the process. And Lord knows what she said before she started recording. So I'm like, I don't cape for anything. Like literally, you like you, you like me and my wife. I got into some arguments. I have never threatened her life ever, ever. For one, I'm a freaking. I'm six foot. 260 pound man I'm already intimidating to most people to her last thing I need to do is come off violent so Boogie is 6 feet 6 foot 11 280 pounds you don't need to come yeah a muscle and you already look intimidating and you kind of sound intimidating the last thing you kind of already need to do is kind of threaten her and you threaten legit murder and I don't like I, like we slip up, but you like as and like with everything going on his mind, that anger came out. I don't justify it at all. I don't. But at the same time, she's wrong for being the petty baby mom as well because you see what this man is going through. Because at the same time, I don't think she realizes putting this out there is also affecting the way you live and your son live. Because Boogie may not come back to the league. He just might not be able to bounce back from this. Depending on how things go with this. Like if if it comes out like that, literally she kind of like, because if, if I'm the police, I want the whole recording or we'll have to ban. Like nowadays you get a whole phone call recording because they listen to us and everything. But I don't think she also realizes like, like this is affects the life that she's probably been used to off the child support checks that Boogie brings and stuff like that. This also affects Boogie and his wife's livelihood as well because I think his wife is actually pregnant from what I've briefly heard. So that nobody wins in this situation. Boogie's the biggest loser, of course, because he's the more well-known person. His NBA career might be in jeopardy because of this. And it's a very unfortunate situation. Like, I love Boogie, and I really pray he does find a way to bounce back from this. It's possible Kobe raped somebody, and it literally went on to have a Hall of Fame career. But I just hope for the best for him in this situation. Like, I don't think he's going to jail at all. Like, I don't think so. Like, um, but... Now you have a now you're labeled as a domestic abuser now, and along with you have bad legs and on top of everything else, so it's unfortunate and I hope for the best for boogie and just to bounce back honestly like it's really unfortunate, so I hope yeah. he's able to come back to the n b a but worst gonna worst get that china bag my nigga get that china bag um but yeah, so the FIBA uh, World Cup situation. So yeah, so FIBA has officially started. The FIBA World Cup has officially started. I think they're three days in. Uh, all I'm gonna say is this: I didn't realize Serbia was so freaking deep, bro. Jokic is coming off the bench. He probably wants to come off the bench. Probably. Yeah, 
Probably. Because you like you got Boban, let him play. But this the man like in their first game, they play Angola, which is I think a country in Africa. All the countries in Africa, by the way, got got their ass split, by the way. Uh but they beat them by I, most of them most of them are separated because yeah. you know, depending on the African player, like I don't think I don't think like Ibaka and I also don't think um Yeah, like, Ibaka's like playing for Spain. Ibaka plays for Spain each time he's been in international. And that's play. the thing. That's also the thing too. Like they don't like Luol Deng doesn't play for Africa when he played. He played for like England, for England or something like that, right? He plays for England. Uh, and then if Joel Embiid will play, who he will play for? No, he, he will actually play for an African country. I forgot which one. He played for Congo. Do the Congo have a thing? I don't think so. So for him, it's like I'm not even gonna waste my time. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> like if they were to make an all Africa team, I think Africa would be a threat if they, they was able to. Darn guards, though. Yeah, you could always find some motherfuckers, but you, you, I feel like they would legit make like if all the Africa teams were able to just be together, they'd be straight. That's just how I would view it, but uh, but yes. The get back on track, but Serbia beat the hell out of Angola by dang near fifty. Um, I forgot that the Bogdanovich brothers. You know, I think only the younger one is playing. Um, Bogdan, the one on the Kings, and I think he honestly he's the better. He's gonna be the better one of the brothers because he 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 dropped twenty four on these niggas. Uh, while Jokic dropped fourteen six and five off the bench. Like that's that's first half numbers for that man. Um, oh God! Spain beat the hell out of two. I'm just gonna name notable teams. So, uh, Spain beat the hell out of Tunisia. I don't know what the hell that is, but they allowed Rick Rubio to drop 17 points. You gotta hold that. And Marcus All had a smooth 10 and six. Um, let's see. Italy beat Poland. Poland. I mean, Italy beat Philippines. Russia beat Nigeria. There's nobody on. Uh, Nigeria has Joshua Kogi from the Timberwolves. Uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, Puerto Rico, Iran. Yeah, on the first day, nobody really cared that we gave a damn. About China beat Cote de Lavoir. I didn't know Yi Jillian still played. Uh, it's the China China star, so they probably gonna get the ass beat eventually. Uh, let's see, then the next day, Greece beat the hell out of Montenegro. Uh, Greek freak. In 16 minutes, gave 10 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 steals. Dang. Light work. Uh, oh, Montenegro is where uh, Nikola Vukovic is from. Damn. That's tough. He had 12 points, was 6 for 14. That's unfortunate. Low key. This is another team that I forgot had a whip. France got a team. Evan Fournier is on, is on this team with Nicholas Batum, Frank Nicotilia, and Rudy Gobert. Um, but Evan Fournier had 26, and why the hell he had 10 rebounds? Uh, Germany has uh, Dennis Schroeder on their team. Uh, that's unfortunate. It'd be nice if he uh, if he had Dirk, but that ain't never gonna happen. And this just shows how bad Canada is. G. Uh, Australia beat their ass and let Matthew Della Vadova have 24 points, five rebounds, and five assists. That's just. Every Canadian player trying to get their goddamn life together. True. 
they it's really unfortunate that Wiggins and Tristan Thompson did not want to hoop. Or Jamal Murray. Uh USA beat True. Be that way. Uh USA beat Czech Republic, uh eighty eight to sixty seven. Uh watching this game in detail, all I'm gonna say is they this if this team's plays like how the like how they how Pop wants them to play, they're gonna be really goddamn good. Like defensive like for a team that has Donovan these are like the bench players <laughs> for what literally Team USA stepped into the Olympics, though. Because Bron's going to play us last year. Freaking KD probably be healthy by that time. Mm-hmm. You, might have, Kyrie, you Rest, might have Steph. You might have Steph. You might have Westbrook. going to average 45. <laughs> you should have AD. <laughs> what did you say? You should have AD as well. Like, come on. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I would even, I would even, I see why a lot of niggas turned it down too. Cause they were like, I'm not even gonna be playing. <laughs> but hey, it'd be like that. Yeah, like I, said, I don't blame them for wrestling for the Olympics. Like, but yeah, I feel like I was trying to say though. But if they play how Pop wants them to play, which is good, smart basketball, which they're capable of doing. They're just young as hell. Uh, and I don't know. I read an article that Pop. And this team believes highly in Donovan Mitchell. I don't know if that's a mistake, but I can't doubt Pop. That's <laughs> one so those things like you can't doubt Popovich, but it's like, okay, I'll let you slide. I, if you believe in Donovan Mitchell, you believe in Donovan Mitchell. But he did have a good game. Uh, I think he was like, I think he only missed two shots and got 16 points. So, um, but yeah, so shot Team USA. Let's see. Any other t- games that's worth a damn? Why is Barbosa still playing for Brazil? That's rather unfortunate. And Anderson Verjao. That's tough. Uh, Anderson Verjao still play basketball? Exactly. Him and Barbosa are still playing for Brazil. Um, Damn. Lithuania beat the hell out of Senegal. Like, this is what I mean by the African countries getting dragged. And Lithuania has Jonas Valachunas out there hooping. And baby Sabonis, and they beat them by fifty. Mm. That's tough, um, but yeah. So that was day two. Can I? And then like today, who played today? Serbia beat the hell out of Jesus Christ. They getting buckets. One twenty six to sixty seven. God darn. Yeah. Um, Serbia shot. 75% for the field and held the Philippines to 37.3. I, I got a good feeling that whatchamacallit was playing for the Philippines. For the Philippines. That nigga, um, Manny Pacquiao. I got a good feeling Manny Pacquiao was out there playing. Yo, what happened to that pastor from the Philippines? G? He needs to pray for these guys, G. Uh, uh, Pastor McKinney? Yeah, what happened? Uh-huh. He needs to pray for these guys, G. They need some anointing. Dog, nigga. Well, I think the average height of Philippines is probably like five four. Nigga, they ain't one winning. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, gee, they t- Bella Lisa had seven twenty points. Wait, twenty points. <laughs> and then Jokic, Ooh. yeah, Bella Lisa. You know, uh, from the on the Kings, he was on the uh Timberwolves beforehand. 
That oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what I mean. This team has people we sit there like, yo, they decent. They not horrible players. <laughs> uh, but Jokic had 11 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists in 18 minutes. The man is literally giving niggas halftime numbers, bro. Uh, Argentina beat Nigeria. Uh, I don't know why Luis Scola is still playing. Uh, China <laughs> lost to Poland. You got to hold that. Spain beat Puerto Rico. Um, let's see. Greece didn't play? No, nope. Yeah, so that's all the games for today. So, uh, so all I'm going to say is this. If Team USA see Serbia, your defense better be on point, my nigga. Because Serbia getting buckets on niggas, G. <laughs> they are getting buckets on people, G. And the thing is, they have height. So, like... <laughs> how the hell you mm-hmm. go... Seven, you score 74% of your baskets, G. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Efficient-ass basketball. I gave it... <laughs> oh, man. So, uh... But yeah, uh, Serbia is a threat. Let's just put it that way. Uh, how you feel about Eric Gordon's extension? I don't know. I think that's another contract. What happens this season is going to say if they shouldn't have pulled the trigger on that or not. Because his age could catch up with him like that. And Because um, how old is Eric Gordon? I think he's in it. He just entered his 30s. He's been in the league for... A while now. Wasn't he with God darn Chris Paul on the, the Hornet? Yes, he was. 30, he's 30 years old, exactly. He'll be uh, 31 bad. on Christmas. Ain't that bad. He ain't that old, but he has miles yeah, I don't on know. Him. It could be. He did help in their playoff run, though. I It was one game when they went win without him. It was a game I was pissed off at, too. They actually won. I don't know who that was against. But... Yeah. But yeah like, I don't know. Eric Gordon's just, like, I'm not mad at the contract. Like, it makes sense. Um, It's also an easy to get out of contract as well. Uh, if yeah, you want to flip them. It's not that much. It's just like four years. Like, what? It's like four years, 73 million or something like that. Yeah, four years, 54 mil, actually. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. yeah. And actually, the fourth year uh, is not guaranteed. It's a four-year contract, but the last year is not guaranteed. So, like, let's just say they're like, we're sick of you. Go. Or you can flip them to a trash team, who's your, and the trash team won't really be hindered by the contract much because it's not fully guaranteed. So... Like I said, it's a smart contract. Like, it's a really good deal for Eric Gordon for the next couple of years. Because it's not like he's trash at all. Like, he's far from, like, he's a really good player still. Probably, I would say arguably in the playoffs, at times he's been the best player on the court. At times, I'm not saying he was, he is their best player. But at, there was moments where I would say he's been better than Harden or Chris Paul during the playoffs these past two years. Yeah. So, so yeah, as long as he's healthy, like, it, 
like I'm not mad at it. And it's also, once again, if you could flip it for somebody or a couple of players who can be extremely helpful, then do that. So, oh yeah, not too mad at it. So, um, also we have on here before we, because we still got plenty of time, but a dialogue about Kobe. Uh, the reason why I put huh? this, yeah, gee, you really did not look. You just oh look. no, our, Chris, you sent this thing early in the week, so I forget a lot, dog. You talking about the video about him? Yeah, okay. okay. I, I also sent the whole link to the whole you dig too, so I don't. Know I if watched it. Summer. Yeah, dude, I've been doing homework for like three days. Man, look, um, I understand. Continue. But yeah, so a dialogue about Kobe, but. This is mainly influenced about the uh, pretty much like leaks of the, I don't want to say leaks, but clips of the videos coming out the past, since last week, damn near. Uh, mm-hmm. And about what he said about Shaq, if Shaq would be the GOAT if he had his work ethic, which for anybody that was making that a big deal, uh, that's kind of something they said face to face in an interview before. And also, like Shaq himself has said, if he had better work ethic, he know he would be the greatest of all time. Um, so that was blown Which out. Which is also true if you think about it. But very true. <laughs> very freaking so, true. I was I was so confused at why people was, you know, complaining because I'm like, it's true. <laughs> exactly, like Shaq himself said, a. Hey, I know if I had better work ethic, I can literally been the best player of all time, which he's been open about, so tripping. And then uh, I think a couple of days before the interv- the whole interview itself came out, he uh, the clip about Muggs taking breaks and stuff like that, which I agree with and also I don't agree with, but it's also the fact that Kobe's a psychopath. But speaking of psychopath, that's what I really got out of that whole interview when I was watching it. That nigga Kobe literally might be one of the most psychotic NBA players of all time, but also one I think I'm I have a lot more respect of Kobe's basketball knowledge as well. As well, but I also really learned that dude is so psychotic about the game. That is what makes him really smart about basketball. It's just the way he plays just makes you think otherwise if that made sense yeah. it's like you hear him speak the game like he was talking about like how he will improve his footwork and he'll look at the floor in different angles and factor geometry into the game so he'll know what type of shot to do or chuck up or what type of footwork and what kind of moves will be best in certain angles and i'm just like nigga you smart as hell but then also he'll proceed to say he will listen to freaking the Halloween theme song before each game. Nigga's not right in the head. Really not right out in the head. But uh, if you want to, uh, I'll let you say anything you want to say about the uh, interview that you uh, took from out from it. I didn't really, you know, my thing is, my whole thing is, I kind of Kobe and everything because it's, it's different ways people approach the game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can even say that Jordan approached the game as a gambler. You know, he gambled on himself. And, um, <laughs> Bet it on his daddy's life. That, too. Um, uh, also, uh, 
I saw something stupid of a leak talking about, not a leak, but around that uh, uh, Andrew Iguodala would join the Clippers on September 3rd. If that happened, the Clippers are the favorites to win that title. Just saying. But, um... Oh, shit. I don't even though I still think... I know, I look, I'll talk about that later. Next, I'll talk about it now, god darn NBA preview game. Like, Anthony Davis being a goddamn mismatch to everybody. But, um, because there was a clip that went around that was very, very quiet of Anthony Davis absolutely clapping the Raptors by himself. And nobody could do a thing about it. But, um, yeah, um, I just, I just think, like, it was stupid that people was getting overreacted. Shaq also baited it, too. But Shaq is in his feelings, like, 24-7. Hey, Shaq, if you want to tell me how much of a, a horrible person I can be coming to the podcast. But, like, Shaq is always in his feelings, 24-7. So, like, it's, it's stupid. Uh, about Kobe's ethic, that's why he was so great, and that's why people love him so much, I guess, because he was such a psycho. Um... Uh, about the 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 time management and uh, what's no what's this called? Uh, uh load management. Load management. Um, that is just a different league, and it's it's good for the league at the same time. Just I think like the Kawhi stuff was overboard. Kawhi uh, went extremely overboard with it. Yeah, I think Kawhi still was over because there was nasty televised game where I'm just watching Kyle Lowry for somebody else to star. So I don't want to see that. Um, but to an extent, it is useful. If I'm LeBron and I see we already got the season, we already up three games on the season series against the, the Phoenix Suns, I'm going to sit out the game. And for the little boy said, oh, I, I – what is the see LeBron James? I came out of this way to see LeBron James. You should have went to the first game against Phoenix. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, so Lowe's managed to me, I think, is needed just to go overboard like with Kawhi. Uh, because, like, people body, like, um, especially if you have been to the playoffs multiple times, you can see from the war- what happened with the Warriors, what happened to Braun early in the season, and what happened to, uh, just uh, like I think Kawhi was still suffering. People bodies just break mm-hmm. if they get overused. And that's why a lot of people like imagine if load management was doing in a lot of people in the area. Like we will be talking about Goddard being with top five of all time. And and the reason we don't talk about that, I know white people do it, but I'm not regular birds top five. Or we'll be talking about how somebody like who body just gave I don't Larry Bird is uh, a low key a prime example. That nigga had no yeah, Achilles. Yeah. I he heard also didn't have a back. It wasn't just a back. He had double Achilles surgery. Yeah. So like, you know, we'd be talking about like those people being great if they was able to just to sit out every game and not play not aim for eighty two games a season. So Because uh, when I think of people like when I think of what happened with Clay that just comes from being in the finals five years in a row. Well, four years. How many years they was in the wrong finals? Yeah, five like, years. Nah, like that happens. And you don't want that to happen. Because if you are a team like Golden State, LA Clips, Los Angeles, 
that's low ratings for you if your star player get injured like so yeah so low management is needed uh curry already got his he used to watch things to the point where he didn't have to play in the fourth quarter so curry really didn't need low but uh he worked for his low management what you say? He worked for his load manager. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he did work for his load manager. Um, yeah, I, I agree with I thought I said this. Is he still a psychopath that's a tad bit overrated? Yes. But he do speaks true coming from like a, a purely analytical basketball mind. And yes, if Shaq would have took care of his body, he would have been one all time. If not three, two, one. Like, it couldn't have been any part because he was the most unstoppable. And there, there was never a big, like, who, probably Timmy. And that's it, right? You might want to say Powell. Then you'll see about somebody like KG or, or Dirk. But Dirk is not, a, is not like a big, like, how. He was the first perimeter centric big. Yeah, so there's nobody. In, like dominant, like Tim was fundamental. Uh, like KG was great, Powell was like finesse. So he's still. Think of it now. There's still somebody who you you can think about like Greek. Think about Ron in Miami, but there still hasn't been a big unstoppable. So I kind of had like Shaq was like a day because he literally nobody stopped him. Like literally no one. Like, they literally beat the team and not Shaq. So, I um. Which is why, like, I'm sure you saw the uh, Hoops and Brews clip of last week when uh, Buddy said Rodman is better than Shaq. And what? You didn't see that? I, I, yeah, actually, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, and his reasoning was Rodman beat on young Shaq. A young Shaq. That is so like who was pure athleticism at that point in his God, career. used to get niggas wet willies in the middle of the game, dog. He was just that good defensively. Like, exactly. It, nigga, he 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 made Carmelo want to murder him. Like, and that's his defense. Shaq average, and you gotta remember, I think Shaq career average is still like twenty three or twenty something like that. You gotta remember everything at the Phoenix. Shaq was low key cheeks. Yep. So, though his points went down, that means how much of impact that nigga had all the years before that. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. I would never like Dennis Robert is one of my favorite players. Will I ever say blasphemy of the worm being better than Shaq? No. A thousand times no. A million times freaking no. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, if Shaq, like, growing up, Shaq was easily one of my favorite players growing up. Mm -hmm. And for me, like, I would say 2004, the year when they lost to the Pistons, even though at that point I was the the peak of Kobe and Shaq's probably beef with each other. Shaq knew what the hell Kobe was going on, going through at that point of his life. You would think he would have came in the season in better shape. They probably would have, they should have won. 
he will, yeah, he was giving Ben Wallace buckets, but imagine if Shaq actually gave a damn to win. I feel like like stuff like that makes a difference, and you can even I will even argue like, and that's like even like the Heat honestly should have won two uh, championships with Shaq. They should really should have won two, and the biggest fault was the fact that. One thing about the Heat is they probably got one of the toughest training regimens amongst teams in the NBA. Like that's why a lot of star players don't like going over there. Like you, like Wade, legit. Like when people probably go to Wade and be like, "Yo, how is it here in Miami?" I was dope, but Pat Riley, we probably got one of the toughest training regimen in the league. You gonna like if you're not built for it, you're not gonna like it here. That's why like a lot of people say, look at like you hear Miami's an option after the interview with Miami. It's like. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Boston. It's a little more easier down there. So, uh, which is why I think Jimmy Butler is a perfect fit there because he's a freaking uh, workout junkie. But, uh, but like Shaq will argue with Pat Riley about being in shape, stuff like that. And I feel like if Shaq came into shape that first year or like actually wanted to work as hard as they wanted him. Even though Wade wasn't Dwayne Wade until year two, they could have should they should have beat that Pistons team, and they probably would have beat that Spurs team. Probably that was prime Tim Duncan and freaking no, my new and Tony Park wasn't really th- dumb niggas at that point. But still, it's just an example. Like Shaq easily could have had six rings just right there that's just six off the top of my head Ooh. Yeah, I six. Think definitely if they had a problem they beating the Pistons like that we talk about excuse ring yeah um, and probably yeah they do the same do what you saying uh, do you think Shaq MVP all of them or do you think Kobe still at least one? I would say he with the when Lakers, did, he MVPs when did people, all of when them. When did people really start saying because Kobe best Kobe being the best in the NBA stint was really 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 small. Yeah. So when did people really say he was the best? At what time period? Like between him and Shaq? No, just him. He was the best in the NBA. Kobe. It will be, you could argue, it will be his MVP season, which was, hold on, when was Kobe's MVP season? Because it's very weird because that's why most people argue, anybody that isn't a Kobe stan or nut hugger, and they like, you just have a respect for Kobe. Like for me now, I, I don't even, I wouldn't say I hate Kobe. I have a respect for him, but I'm also logical enough to realize, yo, this nigga is a little overrated by some of you niggas because he's not top three all the time. Not even top five. Yeah. But yeah. you can argue that Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and then eventually even LeBron were the best players in the league. With yeah, moments... I think there was a... I think there's a... Okay. So, I understand Tim Duncan. We could have an argument with KG versus... Because uh, I think there was both times... Before they, 
you know, half a 2008 was when Kobe won MVP. I knew it. Uh, and I, so, I'm surprised I knew that, by the way. Um, but that was the, sure. the Celtics won that year, right? Yeah. Kobe got beat by the Celtics year, right? I'm yeah. Because uh, Brawl probably lost. Because the year no. before, that's when LeBron dragged that Cleveland team to the finals. Yeah. That had no business yeah. being there. That's when LeBron made his... Like he was LeBron was probably in the top five argument at that point. But I think that's when LeBron entered the argument after that after that final. So you could argue that so 2007, before, Kobe was the best player in the league from 07 to 09. But if I had to say... Who won 07? 07 was... Hold on. 2007 MVP. I think that was Steve Nash. I want to say Steve Nash. All right. So, we're, oh, okay. So, I was not paying attention. Here. Did I miss something? Dark one. Yeah, Dark one the year before. Bailey just turned heel. Gee, I was not paying attention. Boston <laughs> Hub back again. Hey, I'm here for it, man. But, uh, Look, what yeah. is going on? Bro, damn. This is why I hate Sling TV. I can't freaking rewind. Uh, I'll get to it when I get to it. Uh, but, but yeah. And round, but yeah, this goes back to what we were saying. But yeah, Dirk won MVP in 2007. Uh, and around 06 and 07, you could, Dirk and Steve Nash had arguments. they probably being best players in the league. So, like, this goes to my point of if we have to say when Kobe was the best player in the league, yeah, you could argue 2007, but Dirk won MVP. But Tim Duncan was still easily the best player. Tim Duncan and Kobe was better than him. But you can make a case against for Dirk in certain situations because he took his team to the finals, like, previous year, had the best record in the league, stuff like that. So... Kobe's legit case was 2008 because he won MVP. That was his probably legit case. But LeBron at that point was on his ass. That's my thing. So look, very sticky situation when it comes to like placing where when Kobe was the best player. And... That's why when people say, well, Kobe's a top three, he's better than LeBron, I'm like, I don't even think Kobe's better than Magic. I don't think Kobe's better than Kareem. I don't think Kobe is better, like, in terms of, like, in terms of being what a basketball player is, you can make a case, but in terms of accomplishments and overall play and what they have done, I would say individually, I still feel like LeBron has three rings on his own to Kobe's two. Magic literally won without Kareem, think two twice. If I well, Dubron really had three rings on the loan because that first ring, D Wade did kind of help. Yeah, D Wade was still a functioning human being. So the last two, even though Kyrie sent freaking uh, Steph to hell, but I would say he got one. I would say the first Miami Heat. Cause Bron, Bron do suffer. Bron was undoubtedly the MVPs for his three rings, right? Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. 
I'm still shocked at the fact that Bailey just turned heel. I do not know what Bailey do. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. But, um, when I, uh, God, I'm really shocked by that. When you think about it, you would say the the Spurs one. You can say that LeBron, it's either between LeBron with Solo, he like, because nobody was a ring solo. But you can say he, it depends because he was most dominant between the OKC ring or he was dominant between the first San Antonio. Because him and both Kyrie turned the switch on against Golden State. It was to the point where they was like, it was uh, 1A, 1B. Like at points. Agreed. So, um, you'd say what's his first ring? They beat OKC in five. They beat their ass. Like, 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 he, you can still say Wade was functional leading on the way there, but LeBron Lee showed out that whole entire goddamn series. And I feel like they would have won game. They probably would have swept them if uh, Eric Spoelstra didn't thought it was a good idea to put Wade on uh, KD. Yeah. <laughs> that probably took – that one game probably took three years off Wade's career, G. Dog, KD was <laughs> – KD, it was everybody else around him. KD was giving them buckets the whole series. He was. Like, it was just nothing you could do. But it was like, when he saw Wade over, it was like, gee, he shot over that man the whole series. I think he did average, close, either he averaged close to 30 the whole series, but he was giving out buckets. That nigga was, God, I thought giving them buckets. Like, it was like, look, it was like, try to stop KD, but and we they I think they knew ahead of time that Harden don't show up in the playoffs. That was actually when Harden stopped showing up in the uh, playoffs was that series. That final series was the last we saw James Harden in the playoffs. Uh, but they got lucky because Westbrook said, I'm not passing KD the ball because I want the glory game, uh, which they lost. Um, where he dropped, they near, I think he dropped close to 50 that game. <laughs> but uh, where, where, where was the, why did we come down to this? We was talking about Kobe and him. Only having three, nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you can still argue that, yeah, Wade was still functional, but LeBron was God tier. But if you want to say LeBron did it on his own, then, yeah, you can sit there and say the, the first, the second, his the second Miami, his, his second ring, which against the Spurs, because Jesus Christ, like, Wade was not. Wade was there, shot, but... Bro, I don't know. LeBron got saved by two shots, which is absolutely crazy. Michael Jordan got saved by shots, mean? too. Like, sometimes, like, sure, you need, you need your support Jordan players. Jordan didn't get saved by shots, did John Paxson made a game winner, which uh, hey, prevented... Was, I think that was game... I think I stopped him from going to seven. Like, I don't yeah. think that's like... A, that's like a save. Look, man, we don't know if Both Michael Jordan. We don't know what Jordan is in Game Seven, G. Like, this nigga literally was just like, "Hey, I don't, want, I don't feel like playing these niggas in it. I don't feel like dropping eighty-two in freaking Game Seven for me to win." Yo, hypothetically, Jordan in Game Seven might be the scariest Jordan form that we don't even that we don't oh, even know exists. Like, he just takes his yeah, he just takes his competitiveness to another level. 
<laughs> that's a form that literally the world will, will never know but in a parallel universe is known game 7 Mike like we at least we know game 7 LeBron is a real ass thing but if we was ever to see game 7 Mike G Jesus Mer- Jesus <laughs> I need to go to that parallel universe to know what that is G I'm, I'm just pull up bubble gum. Goddard hit threes. Mike, 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 I mean, pull up threes. Yeah, pull up freaking threes. Goddard missing free throws on purpose just to dunk it on his center. <laughs> God. Oh man. That would be wild. I think we dragged off the tab long enough, didn't we? Yeah, we did. But like, overall. Uh, Kobe is all time great. Um, hey, yeah, second best shooting guard of all time until James Harden leaves to get two rings. Hey, if James Harden get two rings because rings are harder to get this age in a time when all you have to do is beat God darn whatever Eastern Conference team came your way. So, like, I, I I firmly believe if James Harden can get at least rings, we good. That is I mean, not a lot of people not ready for. I think it's harder to get rings in this era than any other era. It's too many good-ass teams. Too yeah. many. But, um, ooh, I might name the episode that. Harden just needs two, two to three rings to be better than Kobe. Ooh. Hey. It's a dialogue, man. Oh, man. I won't be able to stomach him being better than Wade, but I could humble myself if it means him being better than Kobe. i take that. Mm. <laughs> I would take that if it, if it means anything. But Kobe fans, if you listen, I don't hate Kobe. I respect him. All-time great. Number two shooting guard of all time. But he ain't Mike. He's like Mike, but he ain't Mike. And that don't mean you're number two all time. It just means you're number two all time shooting guard. So once you get Kobe's uh, freaking uh, Achilles, uh, bloody Achilles out your goddamn jock strap, you understand that. Plain and simple. Yeah, yeah. Plain and simple. It's nothing wrong with being top 10 all time. It's nothing wrong with Tim Duncan being in front of you. Nothing wrong with that. It's Tim Duncan, big fundamental, greatest power forward of all time. It's only right. It's only right. So, that's all I got to say. Appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, Dang, man, 46 episodes in. Uh, Make sure you do follow us on Threes from the Ring uh, for all our wrestling, NBA, basketball takes of the sorts. Um, Oh, yeah, shout out to uh, Joe Johnson uh, winning... Uh, the big three championship. <laughs> I just popped no, back in my mind. saying LeBron James tampering in Pittsburgh because that's the first person he went to go hug. Him and uh, <laughs> yo, if if LeBron went there and said, "Don't sign with the Clippers," G go. I don't care. Go. LeBron understands his chess, not checkers. G. Um. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Quick plug. Malcolm Bevan, Malcolm Belly, uh, Stokey Hathaway has the best wrestling known 
Everything he puts so freaking funny. And it's so black. Very. That's the thing about it. Black. That's the dope um, thing. We would love to have you on the podcast as well, G. We, we need. Yeah, he's a very well spoken person. Yeah. Like I heard him love. on Andrew Christian, I believe. Yeah, he's really dope. Uh, so, if you want to be on a black ass podcast, speak hoops with some wrestling, we'd love to have you on here, G. Uh, but yeah, follow us on Twitter at threes from the ring, three s from the ring, and of course, please follow, like, subscribe. Oh, shout out to TJ, he dropped a new song, man, just now on YouTube. Uh, but make sure you uh, follow us, No Chill Media, for all No Chill Media podcasts on the real at Spotify, mm-hmm. on SoundCloud, eventually on Apple Apple Podcasts, eventually on pretty much every podcast uh platform because we gotta maximize our uh maximizes to the max but appreciate you guys for listening and peace Navita J.